welcome back to another awesome episode of the New Path Podcast. I am Adam, and I will be your GM. We are continuing our Pathfinder Society adventure. On my right is... I'm Hannah, and I play Clover Honey Blossom. This is Matt. I am playing Ferox. I'm Wes. I'm playing Anitzi, a gnome with blue hair. Who wear... Oh, is that too much? And I'm Casey. I'm playing Jaguar Carr. And welcome back to another episode of the New Path podcast yeah! <laughs> let's kill some kobolds all right so we are joining each other once again in the sewers uh you all had just met ingeshez who was the liaison between the pathfinder society group and the kobolds that have been living in the sewage system beneath absalom ingeshez has just led you all through another tunnel and met up with someone who was standing near the end scritching something onto the side of the tunnel what the hell are you writing the kobold looks over at you <laughs> My name's Fazgen, and I'm writing uh, traps. Y'all know much about traps? Uh, I know I dodged them. It looks like I you weren't. don't know anything about traps. I can see it. Uh, I can smell well, it. Then you just, nope. and then you, I, you, and Everybody, then wait, I need all four of you line up right now. Line up. Get up. Line up. Uh, fine, fine. Uh, let's put Jagar in front. No, not that kind of line. You guys are shoulder to shoulder. God, you're so confusing. You're following me, Anitzi. I got you. Cool. Great. Line up. All four of you line up. Shoulder to shoulder. You don't have a choice. At this point, Ingeshez has left the building. Uh, you see Ingeshez turn around and walk off. You Almost as if Ingeshez cannot stand Fasca. I can't imagine I understand. why. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Fazgen, uh, as you lined up, um, you are actually standing with your backs up against to the tunnel. Uh, Anitzi, Jaguar, and then Ferox and Clover. Does that sound good? Sure. Sounds good. Cool. So he starts inspecting each and everything, every little detail about you all. He's got these long claws. He's wearing uh, all chain mail. He's got golden circlets around his uh, ankles and also around his wrists. He has a giant golden choker around his neck. You know that stuff doesn't work, right? That's copper. Gold works. <laughs> oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'll have to find some then. Yeah. You can also, once again, tell, similar to with the liaison, that this kobold is much bigger than the rest of the other kobolds standing around. There are five other kobolds. They're a little bit smaller. They're not dressed nearly as nicely as he is. They don't have the same stature. Um, I mean, they, they're your typical kobolds, but this one is exuding confidence. He is their leader, and everybody in the room knows it, even the four of you who have just met this man. This is Faz, right? This is Fazgen, uh, Faz for short. He gets up in your face, Jagar, and he's kind of looking you up and down, and he kind of pokes and prods at your eyes, and maybe he grabs your nostrils and kind of stretches them out a little <laughs> bit. And he gets down real low on his knees, and he's kind of looking at the gnome, and he pokes your belly, kind of holds your shoulders, and he's... He's trying to figure out maybe like the width of you. 1.2. 1.2? Yes. That's your width. units. Great. Uh, He he walks over to Ferox, and he's standing up on his tippy toes, kind of like looking up at you. You're a lot taller than he is. triple his height, probably. Uh, He's probably pulling your hair. Not like pulling it hard, but like sifting through it, just kind of looking at the different colors. I cast detect magic. Oh, he's magical. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's exuding magic. He walks over to Clover, and he's he's taking out the flowers you've got in your hair, and he sniffs one. In Careful. fact, he, he, he walks over to you, and he's all over. I'm sniffing you as hard as he can. I'll lean forward and sniff him back. And he goes, <laughs> now you're married. Hey, what do you smell? Sewage? <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good, good things. I'm very, very eager 
to begin the assault on the dragon shacks. I have complete confidence in my boys. I have to say, you all smell like fresh meat. And he looks at all four of you. Well, you smell like shit. Yes, that's my typical perfume. Thank oh, you. I yeah, appreciate it. It's very expensive. I noticed. I have a keen eye for knowing when your kind is unprepared to survive in the realm of the kobolds. I think you should follow me into the foray a little further before we break off into two groups for our pincer plan. I've drawn up some traps here on the side of this tunnel. I'm going to do a little uh, educating so that way you all know what you're getting into. All right. And he sits you all down in the sewer. There are no chairs, but he expects you to sit. I stand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so does the short gnome. I stand all... as well. Yeah, no. We're not, not going to sit, Faz. No. <laughs> not here. Not without chairs. I this will... is gross. I will pay attention, but I'm not sitting down. All right, fine. As long as you're paying attention. That's all I care about. Some hazards can be spotted only by creatures with a minimum proficiency of rank and perception. <laughs> he looks at you all and he says... It's his teacher voice. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> To find traps, you have to be trap smart, all right? And you get trap smart by dealing with traps or being really good at spotting traps. If you're not good at looking, you might miss a trap, and that trap, he might kill you. In combat situations, which is encounter mode, a PC needs to actively look for hazards with the seek action. Hey, it's easy to get distracted by enemies and arrows and forget to watch for trip wires. You want to stay alive? You take a moment, you look around. I swear to God, this sounds like a Deadpool thing. You got the one voice, and then you got the Deadpool voice. You know, like, okay. I think it's really neat that they're trying to teach rules through yeah. an NPC, yeah, and they give, cool. like, word blocks for the NPC itself. I just think it's neat. <laughs> In a less strenuous situation, which would be exploration mode, a PC needs to use the searching tactic or detecting magic tactic to uncover hazards. Hey, when I'm walking like this, I'm always looking, right? It takes effort, unless you get really good at it like me. Some dragon bloods can sense magic and magic traps, but they also takes effort. You want to focus on sneaking, hide behind shields? Life's full of choices, and my choice is to look for traps and stay alive. Disabling a typical hazard requires the disabled device use of the thievery skill, or the liberal application of brute force. Yeah, once you find a trap, you can jam it, trip it, reconfigure it, you name it. Or you can hit it until it's gone, but that probably sets it off. <clears throat> Sounds like my solution. Me too. Can I give you a hero point? Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Magical hazards can typically be dispelled. Or you just use magic to kill magic traps. I don't know the details, but it takes strong magic to do. Environmental hazards are typically overcome with nature or survival checks. Yeah, maybe it's not a trap, but it's brambles or fallen rocks or sky thunder or snakes. Use your outside smarts to avoid those. Survival checks, guys. Oh, Keep up right. with me here. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're there. <laughs> Haunt hazards are typically overcome with occultism or religion checks. Yeah, sometimes there are ghosts instead of traps. Bad news. The more you know about spooky things, the more you can trick those ghosts into going away. <laughs> I am sufficiently feeling that you all are trap knowledge. Are you ready? Ready. I'm sorry uh, that you guys had to deal with I'm that. Sorry. That was fantastic. I forgot to take notes. Can you do that again? <laughs> You're dead. Dead to me, son. Oh, <laughs> I can smell fear on you from a mile away. That's shit. 
<laughs> All right, so Fazgan, and, and the whole time he's doing this, he's like scritching stuff on the side of the tunnel that means nothing to any of you. It's just random weird X's and O's. It almost kind of looks like what I imagine a football player's hand guy would be, you know? Or for those of you people that don't play football, there are X's and O's and lines and they mark and things, yes. Hmm. Tic-tac-toe, I got you. Sure. He is ready now to adventure forward. He asks the following questions. You guys ready to go? Good God, yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. All right. In the following room, we're going to go ahead and go on up here. We got to make it through this room, and then after that, we're going to split into two. We're going to pincer attack these kobolds. So we're going to go on the right. You're going to go on the left. We'll meet in the middle. You hit them from the left. We hit them from the right. Hopefully, we can take out all their guys. You guys understand the plan? Yes. Left, right, kill. Yes. You guys understand traps? Yep. Mm-hmm. Ferox? <laughs> Ferox? Yes. yes. You got traps? Yes. God. Good. <laughs> I own it. Who? What? Yes. All right. Good. We're going. <laughs> you guys exit the tunnel, and you open into a large chamber. Uh, it's about 25 feet by 25 feet. There is another tunnel on the opposite side. There are no other openings. This is not on the map. We're still theater of mind at the moment. You all are currently in exploration mode. What are you doing? Anitsi will be detecting magic. I'm sneaking. I am sneaking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I yelled it like this. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, what are you doing, bud? I'm pretty sure my uh, I can't really uh, detect things well, so I'm going to go with defending, continuing. Uh, okay. Nice. Great. I'll have my shield up ready to step in front of a trap. Sounds good. And how about you, Clover? I'll be looking for traps. Looking for traps. And yes. I guess with your feats that you've taken, you're also able to stealth and look for traps, correct? Mm-hmm. Great. In that case, let me roll some trap checks for you guys. Nitsi, you're detecting magic, yes? Yes. Okay. Yes. The only magic at the moment that you sense is off of Faz. Sure. Uh, and it's Probably the armor, you would assume. He's kind of all lit yeah. up. So. Cool. If he dies, grab his armor. <laughs> I think he might need to. Well. Hannah, what is your plus to trap checking? <laughs> no. We're working Six. with them. See, that's the thing about... They're allies. Sorry. No, it's okay. You guys... That's the thing about Nephis. You know, he's a dichotomy. Sometimes you protect, sometimes you assault. <laughs> Hannah, what was Clover's um, thievery check for traps? Uh, plus six. Plus six? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Gotcha. Awesome. So with a plus six, you are able to see, you guys are continuing forward throughout this room, trying to go to the other side of the tunnel. You see a giant trap door. It's about 10 foot square pit. It appears to be about 20 feet deep. So you were able to see this. Mm-hmm. Would you like to try and disable it? Yes. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> awesome. Go ahead and roll your disabling check. Mm. Disabling pit traps. Walking around them. Oh. You can do that if you'd like. <laughs> no, disable. This okay. is we need to show how this works. Okay. What's my what's my modifier for that? Thiever. Oh, thief. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I rolled a two. You rolled a two. <laughs> what's your <laughs> modifier? For thievery or mm-hmm. for traps? Traps. Traps. It's the six. Six. Yeah. So you rolled a total of eight. Eight. <laughs> okay. You were unable to disable the trap. I fall in the pit and die. You are trying to work on the pit. Uh, you're trying to maybe get the grate set to where it won't spring open or pop open and let you fall in. Mm-hmm. And as you're standing over it, it does just that. It pops open and you fall straight in. So you have the ability that you can try to grab an edge, which is a reaction to avoid falling. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an athletics check. Go ahead and give it a shot. That should be acrobatics. 
It has it listed as athletic skill. That's weird. Okay. All right, that's a nine plus two, 11. Clover is standing over the trap door. She mm-hmm. is trying to basically not set the trap off, but disable it entirely. So mm-hmm. that way, you know, no one else is going to get harmed by this thing. Mm-hmm. You bend over and you start to tinker with the, the trap door. You would expect that it probably slides to the left and right and opens up so that way anybody could fall through. Mm-hmm. With your check that you made, you accidentally set off the trap. Mm-hmm. So the door slides open. While well, you were leaning your hands on part of the trap door, falling straight forward. Mm-hmm. Roll a check for me. Roll Just roll a d20 and add your athletics check. Athletics. Uh, acrobatics, I Acrobatic. apologize. Oh my god. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Acrobatics. Okay. You're trying to grab an edge. Yikes. What is that? That's lower than a five. That was a three. <laughs> three plus your oh acrobatics? Five total. Five total? Uh-huh. You start to fall right as you see a bunch of spikes that your face is about to just directly land into. Shit! You feel your ankle get grabbed. Bye. Hey, hey, baby, I saved you. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, Faz is about to give you some deep shit. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> He's holding you upside down. He's holding you by the ankles, and he's looking you directly in the eyes. And he goes, eh, you know, I did just give, like, a 30-minute speech about traps. Did you listen? Yeah, I had something stuck in my ear, sorry. And you hear behind him two or three of the kobolds kind of, I'll give him the evil eye. And Faz turns around while he's still (laughs) holding her, and he says, Hey, you watch your mouth. I remember just a few weeks ago, you fell in a trap very similar to this and almost lost your legs. Who saved you then? Me. You making the same rookie mistakes as these people, I don't expect you to laugh at them like I did to you. The only person laughing around here is me, got it? And the kobold kind of lowers real low, shakes their head. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. He sets you down. You all right? He is. No damage? Just my pride. That's what I expect. Nitsy just kind of starts starts nodding his head. Hmm, maybe this guy isn't so bad. And he uh, actually bends over and he resets the trap. He shows you guys how it works. He sets it off himself. And he says, these tunnels are full of traps like these. I put this one here to teach you a lesson. I wouldn't let any of my men get hurt. However, you need to know to watch out. Do better next time, Clover. Then why did you put spikes at the bottom of it? You can't learn a lesson unless there's real danger. Okay. I just pissed my pants, I learned. Seems a little dangerous. He goes and he grabs three boards and he sets them over the trap. You guys can walk clearly over them if you needed to. You all continue into the next room. It's the only option you have. It opens up into another smaller chamber. It has three exits. There's one directly in front of you, one to the left, and one to the right. Where do you all choose to go? I look at Faz. Let's say Faz still there. Ah, <laughs> uh, we went over the plan right after the traps. You guys go left, left. we go right. Clover, I'm glad right. you kind of listened. Okay, <laughs> I forgot. It's been a week. It's we, been a while. <laughs> Do we need to block the center? Uh, I already took care of the blockage at the center. It's down about a half halfway through that tunnel, so that way nobody can see it. Uh, if they try and come through, they're gonna hit a, an entire blockage. We're good. So we'll go to the left. Thank you. Hopefully, I will see you on the other side. Be mindful of traps. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Uh, I forgot to mention whenever I started this episode that 
typically Pathfinder Society adventures are supposed to be one sitting, so you guys are keeping your hero points from the last session. Oh, oh thank cool. goodness. Yeah. Thank um, you. I, so you are starting off with two West. Everybody West, else yes. at the moment has one. Um, Hannah, you are going to get one for your beautiful for performance and failing that trap and allowing me to have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Failing forward. Very nice. All right, so you guys continue into the left room. I have drawn this on the map. You all start at the entrance closest to me, right where he is pointing. On the east side of the map, we're looking at a 40-foot uh, corridor. Just about. All right. We're going to put the rogue like 12 feet in front of us. And you guys are in explore mode. There you go, right on the line. Perfect. Yep. Awesome. And so, once again, we're in explore mode. I'm assuming everybody's doing the same actions that they were doing previously. I am still sneaking. Great. Hannah, you were checking for traps? Yes. Awesome. All right. (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) We'll see. You all are continuing in through the dark sewage system. At this point in time, everybody that has low light vision can see. Anybody that has dark vision can see. Do you still have your light on your shield? If we can see without it, I will dispel it. You cannot see without it. Well, you may be able to. However, Clover may not be able to. Clover, you can't see in the dark? Nope. Well, it's going to be hard to find traps if you can't see. I'm going to have to cast light on something of yours that you can maybe cover. The crown thorns. Hmm? On the flowers. The flowers on your head? Yeah. Yes. That's good for night vision. Light right in your eyes. Yeah. (laughs) How about a coin? Do you have a silver coin? Yes. And cast light on that, and then when you need to be sneaky, you can put it in your pocket. Mm-hmm. So I cast light on one of her silver pieces. Thank Great. you. Okay. So the light on my shield's gone. Yeah, it's better that she control the light. Um, so I'll dispel the light on his shield. And Hannah, you said you had a plus six to your trap making. Mm-hmm. Okay. You all continue forward until you hit the T shape, which I think is pretty obvious on the map there. It's right where it says B1. About 30, 40 feet in front of us from the end of the corridor. Hannah, you easily see a wall socket at the end of that loaded with a jagged blade that connects to a series of floor tiles right outside of that. Would you like to try and disable it? Yes. All right, roll me a disable check. Yeah, that's a 15. 21. 21. Oh, nice. great. Okay. You easily okay. disable it. Uh, you were able to find the hairpins under the tiles that you pull, so that way they are disabled. They are in permanent locked position, so you can step on them, you can jump on them. That blade is not swinging down on you anytime soon. Good job. Nice. Very good job. So was that like a... Uh, right, not right, it's a lost art. Third one. Uh, Temple of Doom? Third one. No. Indiana oh, Jones. Oh, oh. The blades that drop down when yeah. he's going through. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Kind of thing? yeah. Okay. Um, it's similar. From what I can tell, it sounds like you step on those tiles and the blade swings down at you. Okay. So kind like of a like, pendulum, like a pendulum, um, except it covers the entire corridor, okay. so it would hit all of you all. Those kobolds sure are sneaky little bastards. Mm-hmm. It was the last crusade, by the way. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. So you guys were able to... Uh, disable the trap. You can continue forward. You have two options. You can go towards the left side of the corridor, which seems to lead to a dead end, or you can head towards the right. I think we're supposed to go right to catch him in the pincer move. I think you're right. Uh, let's go that way. Okay. But what if this place is trapped and something's going to come from behind us, like a big boulder from Indiana Jones? Then it will be <laughs> awesome! Yet another reference. Hey, uh, Clover, you want to just kind of give it a quick glance down that dead-end hallway, see if you're not heading sure behind us? You do not detect any traps that you can tell on the left-hand side. Then I guess we go right. 
You all continue right at the end of the right-hand side of that tunnel. It opens up into a little bit bigger area. To your right, you see the blocked-off passageway that Faz had mentioned previously. And towards your left, um, everybody roll some perception checks for me. Ha! Ah. <laughs> 19. Come on. <laughs> 16. Nice. Uh, 12. What was your roll there, Anitzi? 10. 10? Okay. All of you actually are able to see that there are three kobolds near the end of that corridor. So where it says B2 on the map, uh, which is at the end of the left-hand side of that corridor, you see three kobolds. Two of them appear to just be regular kobolds, and the third one is carrying a staff. And they are currently kind of just discussing among themselves. Uh, they do not notice you at the moment. Staff kobolds are the worst kobolds. <laughs> <laughs> Detect magic. <laughs> I, I don't want to cast Detect Magic because they'll hear it. Um, looks like maybe we have the drop on them. Uh, would you allow me to cast Fireball? Do you know Fireball? No, but I just want to check. Then no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice try. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> yeah, sure, no problem. Why? <laughs> okay. Do well, we... it's not on my list. Oh. <laughs> Do we know that these are Dragon Sharks? Yeah. That's the other perception check. Do we know that these are actually mm-hmm. the bad guys, like uh, Jagar is asking? You didn't ask Faz what they looked like, so you have no clue. Do they look like the ones that were <laughs> with us? No, they look nothing like the ones that were with you. Fucking kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the one with the staff in reference to each other? Like, There's there's a hallway, so they're there is. in a line, right? So. so the one at the very end of the hallway is the one with the staff. Call him number three, then. So mm-hmm. we have one, two, and three. Great. So uh, number one is in the little entryway there that I've drawn out, and then number two is standing right outside of that. I really want to yell, hey, what are you doing? But that's dumb. So you guys see these three kobolds standing over in the end of the hallway or the sewage way. Go ahead and roll initiative, and we are moving into encounter mode. <laughs> so this time, since you guys were in exploration mode, add whatever skill you were using during your exploration mode for your initiative instead of perception. I was using stealth. My stealth initiative is a 19. 19. Very nice, Phaerox. Clover, where are you at? Well, I was also using stealth. And uh, five total. Five? Not very stealthy. No. It's because you got the coin out and it's bright light. Right. (laughs) Chigar? Seven total. Seven total. Very nice. Wild detective magic. I rolled a 17. Oh, very nice. All right, round one. Everybody ready? Ready. Yes. Awesome. So the Kabold Sorcerer is going to go first. Damn. Um, she's actually not aware that you all are around yet. She was not able to see you guys. You guys have not popped around the corner yet. Uh, so I'm just going to roll a perception check for her on her action, her first action, to see if she notices you all. Okay? All right. At the moment, she does not notice you, so I'm going to say that it is the end of her turn. Uh, she would just be typically talking with the other kobolds or doing whatever she was doing. Since she has not seen you, um, I do not believe that she would do anything else. Cool. However, the kobold on the end there, the one standing relatively close to her, he is going to see if he happens to notice Clover. And he does. The light coming around the end of the tunnel. Like he, All of a sudden, he sees that light coming around the end of the tunnel. He looks over... And he sees a very small little halfling right around the corner. So that took up his first action. His second action, he is going to alert everybody else around him. And then for his third action, he is going to try and hit you with his sling. Uh, Does a 
17 hit your AC. Matt, what do you... Quick question, Adam. Does she have any cover because of this corner? I'm giving her cover. Yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. cool. What's your AC? 16. 16? Mm -hmm. Even with cover, it still hit. <laughs> yeah. That is an accurate asshole. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, so he is going to hit you for five points of damage. Oh, oh come on! Dead. Damn it. No! <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is the end of his turn. Ferox, it is your turn. I'm going to hold for now. Holding for now. Yes. Okay. Uh, in that case, just let me know whenever you're ready. Anitas? Anitsi? I'm sorry. <laughs> Got her knee dies. That tastes like pork. <laughs> I am going to use a... I'm going to cast heal. I'm going to using my uh, abilities. I'm adding a vocal and a somatic component to okay. give it a 30-foot range. And I'm going to heal... Uh, Clover up there for the hit points that she took after she got hit with a stone. I see. Very nice. All right. So she will gain six hit points back. Thank you. So you are back to full. And then I will... Uh, I'm going to move up to just in front of her. Okay. Wait, I can only move 15 feet. So I am now just in front of, uh, of Jagar. So I'm between Jagar and Clover. All right, sounds great. It is now the third Kabold's turn. He is going to come out from the corridor. 5, 10, 15, 20, right in front of Clover. Yep, he can do that. He's got 25 feet. Awesome. Duck! <laughs> and he is going to try to hit you with a small pick. <laughs> that is now cannon. It's the penguin. Yes. Yep. <laughs> 10, it misses. It misses. He's going to try one more time. Miss. Total miss. Ah. All right. Uh -huh. Stupid kobold. Jagar, what would you like to do? I just move forward, and <laughs> I'm within attacking range for him, and I'm going to go ahead and attack with my longsword. Thirteen. Thirteen total misses, unfortunately. All right. You've got one more action. What would you like to do with it? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and attack again. Does it miss because the kobold ducked out of the way, or did it hit off of his armor or something? Um, this kobold is probably paying more attention to Clover, so more than likely what happened, not more than likely, what exactly happened is that it bounced off. Okay. Yeah. I'd like to take my action after uh, Jakar's done. Okay. Negative four. <laughs> oh, you missed. Oh, friend. <laughs> Powerful. Uh, that, I don't think that's going to be high. That time you're actually like busy staring at the shininess of your sword instead of even <laughs> swinging it. Phaerox, uh, you would now like to go? I'm going to stride forward to where I'm standing right behind uh, Anitsi, and I'm going to cast that Protective Ward Burst. Everyone now has nice. a plus one to their armor class. That's awesome. All right. Very and that nice. is my round. Awesome. Clover, it is now your turn. I would like to take out my dagger. You probably already had it out if you were exploring. Fine. Okay, well, I want to stab number one. Number one. Cobalt number one. Six. Uh, ten. Ten total? That is going to be a hard miss. Shit! Shit! You got two more actions. What would you like to do? <laughs> Stab him again! All right. Minus five. Fifteen. Ten. Plus four. Fourteen. Fourteen hits. Yes! First Yay! hit. Very Go nice. Run. Very nice. All right. Well, what kind of damage do you do? Five points. Nice. Five points. Oh, my gosh. Did? No. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for your third action, free. All right, he is feeling pretty messed up. You've got a third action. What would you like to do? I'll go ahead and do it again. Why not? All right, minus 10. Yeah. Give it a shot. 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. 
No, eight. Eight total miss. Yep, absolutely. That is the end of the round. We are going to go back up to the sorcerer who is now completely aware of you all. We're about to get messed up. Oh, the sorcerer looks over at Clover, who still has a bit of cover. However, you see the sorcerer uh, waving her arms and also... Yeah. Exactly what I was going to do. Yeah. Muppet dance. Or like a... Uh, um, All of the microphones fall, stands fall over. Right. So you see at the end of the corridor this uh, the kobold sorcerer that is standing now like a Tuscan Raider. She has her staff over her head, and she's raising it up and down and, and uh, saying something out loud. And all of a sudden, from her mouth, you see one, two, and three magic missiles going Ouch. straight at Clover. No. Oh, uh, I can't do anything about that. No. Jesus. You have ten points of damage done ah. to you. Oh, my God. Oh. I that's rolled really high three, on Three, that's two fours and a two. Holy shit. Well, it's nice plus, rolling. Plus three. It's D4 plus one per dot. All right. Dart. You said ten Damn. points, right? Ten points ten of damage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hurting. I'm glad and I'm that is sight. her turn. Wow. Kobold number two is going to still continue to sling rocks at you, uh, except this time he is going to try to bypass Clover, and he is going after Jagar. 12 misses, I'm assuming. Yes. Awesome. 12 misses. He's going to try to swing again. Natural 20. Oh, oh no. It begins. But oh, no. Doesn't First. he have a negative to that? No. No. Okay. <laughs> Natural 20 is... Very nice try, though. Very nice try. But, but if it's normally a miss, when you roll a 20, it's not a crit. Correct. Right. This would not miss. More than likely. What is your AC at the moment? 17. Plus 17? That's including the one. Yeah, so that still hits. So that's cool. still a critical. Yeah. Awesome. Damn it. That's right. Awesome. <laughs> no, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. This is See, actually really now bad. Adam <laughs> understands the power of the GM spot when you roll a crit. So he's, he takes his sling and he's twirling it around in his hands and he, you see it let go. The rock is coming straight at you. Unfortunately, you can do nothing about it. It hits you smack dab in the middle of the eyes and you take a total of four points of damage. Ouch. It's like a swift punch in a bar fight. Yeah. yeah. I've had worse. And he's going to try to <laughs> throw one more rock at you. And with that one, he will miss entirely. Clink, it is clink, now clink, clink. a Nitsi's turn. He's always got to double check. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. First action, I am going to step through Clover's space, then step diagonally across so that I am now in the middle of this foray. Uh, with my shield out... I'm going to make a strike against the guy standing directly in front of Clover. We'll roll a total of 16. 16 will hit. Yes. Very Kill. nice. Woo. Takes six points of damage, and then I will raise my shield. As you raise your shield after hitting that kobold, he slowly starts to crumple. Oh, he did? He is dead. Yes. All right. First kill Killed of him. the episode. Very nice. Very nice, Anitzi. It is the kobold. Well, it would have been the kobold's turn. However, he did. <laughs> Jagar, what are you doing, buddy? Uh, first action, I'm going to lay my hands on Clover, which allows me to heal for 1d6. Very nice. 5 HP back. Nice oh, thank roll. you, roll. thank yeah. you. Very nice. Second action, I'm going to move in front of Anitzi. That's 20 feet, so that should be good. And third action, I'm attacking with my long sword. Very good. Give me a roll. Kill that bastard. 
Natural one. What natural wow. one? <laughs> That's oh, at yeah. least the fourth or fifth natural one. I I've really seen am going to throw let's, this let's, dice let's, away. Let's uh, let's change out your dice. Yeah, yeah. 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 At this point, yep. definitely. I like to think that you walk through a Nitsi's square, and as you're walking through, your sword gets stuck on like a belt buckle or something <laughs> in a Nitsi. So when you go to swing, you're trying to move your sword, and you just can't move it. You turn around, and you look, and you see it's stuck on a Nitsi. Luckily, Ow. he takes no damage. Let go. Hey, on my day. Bayrox, it is your turn, sir. I'm not going to concentrate. Okay. So I'm going to drop the protection. Everybody's armor class drops again. I'm going to stride basically behind everybody. So the entire rest of the party is in front of me down this long hallway. There's a kobold, and the kobold sorcerer is at the very end. And I'm going to fire an arrow into that kobold sorcerer. Okay, I'm going to give it the plus two since there are so many people in between. 16. Uh, 16 hits exactly. Oh, I, that's what that, my bonus. So cool. Let's uh, D6. I have six points of damage to that sorcerer. Six oh. points of damage. Very nice. Ah, <laughs> nice shot. Uh, that was two actions. I am going to cast shield as my third action. Okay, sounds great it. to I'm me. Done. Awesome. Uh, it is now Clover's turn. What would you like to do, Clover? I would like to take out my. Hand crossbow. Okay, so you're dropping your sword? Mm -hmm. Are you dropping your dagger? You're pulling out your crossbow? And I'll load it. Okay, I'm going to consider that all three actions. Yep. So this is going to be round three. It is the Cobalt Sorcerer's turn. She is going to start casting another spell. um, And I need... Who is directly in front of the Cobalt? That would be me. Jagar. Jagar. And right behind Jagar is? A Nitsi. A Nitsi. I need a Nitsi and I need Jagar to make reflex saves. Oh my god, oh my god. Three. That, I, that's Shit. a critical failure, I bet. That's not good. I mean, one of those healing hands you got. <laughs> and Itzy rolled 11. 11? Yep. And Itzy, you failed. Jagar, you critically failed. Oh, this is going to be good. Oh. Sorry, that's what we're here for. We're meat shields. We can handle this. <laughs> it's okay, it's fine. And Nitsi, you take six points of electricity damage. This gonna hurt. Jagar, you take nine points of electricity damage. Oh, that's like half your hit points. After you're hurt. (laughs) I hurt. Ow. And that will be the end of her turn. It is now the Kobold standing directly in front of you, Jagar. He is going to try to attack you. Natural 20. Oh, my God. You're a crit magnet. What is going on? <laughs> How long have we been playing with Adam? <laughs> I know, but now Two he's years. now he's behind the it's wall. It's the freaking table. It's the table, and it might be the my, my DM screen. What yeah. is... It's cursed. It's a, it happens. It's I'm not using the mat anymore to roll. I think that's my <laughs> Good call. downfall. Uh, I have a tray over there if you want to oh. roll into it. When the DM grimaces when they're rolling damage, it's never a good <laughs> sign. No, it's a good sign, because that means he rolled low. Not for this guy. So, Jagar. <laughs> Action one for the kobold was to drop the sling. Action two was to pull out the light pick that he typically uses. Oh, Action pick. three was to stab at you with said light pick. He did a total of 14 points yeah. of damage. <gasps> and those are deadly also. That's what it, So, oh, I rolled God. normal. I norm, rolled no, normal. I rolled double damage. And then I also rolled the fatal D8. So oh I did. God. So how dead are you? Uh, negative four. Oh, Ooh. No. It's okay. And so. that's a critical. So you are now at the. You're unconscious. 
You're prone. You drop everything, and you have the dying two condition. You're at zero hit points. You're at zero hit points. You are not right. negative four. Oh no, I didn't. Okay. Good. Just so you know. And the cold cackles. <laughs> Welcome to Pathfinder 2. I am now dying too. <laughs> Brutal. All right. We are going to move on. It is Anitas' turn. And Etsy. <laughs> Anitas? <laughs> It's a hard name to say. Dude, you need to find like three different ways to say it, <laughs> and that'll be amazing. Uh, so the beautiful thing is we now play with a cleric. Right. I am just going to cast with a single action a heal spell and heal him for a D8 plus one. I heal him for nine hit points. So with the new rule systems, that brings you to nine total hit points. Yes. You are conscious. He is not dying anymore. He's just not dying. So you are conscious, you're prone, you're not holding any of your weapons on your next turn. You will have to stand up, grab your weapons, all that. And um, you're also slow two. Right, you're slow two. So your next turn, you will have slow two, which means you only have one action. The following turn is when you can resume doing things normally. Okay. All right. And Itzy, that's in for you? Yep. Uh, no, 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 it was only one action. Uh, okay. Yeah. Second action. Is this somewhere that this area next to the sorcerer, this little yeah. alcove, is that somewhere that someone can step into? Sure is. Yep. Okay, that is exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to attempt to move through this person's space and end up in that little entrance way. Okay. So that second action, third action, what would you like to do? Uh, I think I have to do some rolling before I can actually get through that space. Yeah, he's moving through mm -hmm. a cobalt. Yep. So that's that, what'd you say, athletics? Uh, acrobatics check to tumble through. Okay. Oh my god, we gotta find out if there's another way to do it because my acrobatics sucks. Anyway, it's gonna be against his reflex DC. Gotcha. And this is. He, he can't make an attack of opportunity. He doesn't have it's that just trait. just to move through. It just will trigger if uh, if I fail. Okay. Um, and I did. I rolled a two total, so that gives me like negative a billion at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm learning as well. Yeah. Uh, I He does not have attack of opportunities. Okay, so, so what happens if you fail when you're trying to move then through? Then I square? just. I basically don't move through. You basically don't move through. Yep. Do you uh, try again for your third action? I could, but I'm not. Okay. So you just sit still, then. You don't move. Well, in this case, I w if since uh, Jagar is on the ground in front of him, that's where I would normally go. Right. But since he's there, I move back another right. space. So, no, I don't move at all. Okay. Okay. What would you like to do for your third action, if um, anything? I'm going to... Can I guess this is one of the things I was always confused about. Can I do another somatic spell? Yes. Yeah. Then I will turn around and heal Clover for another D8 of Forward. Nice. God, clerks are. And I rolled max on that one, so 12 hit points back. Holy Woo! crap. Nice. Thank you. Yay, clerks. Oh, thank God we have a cleric. Oh, and that's my third action. Okay, great. Jagar, it is your turn. You have slow two, which means you have one action. How far can I crawl? Uh, you can crawl however far your typical um, movement but speed is. So all of my stuff will stay where I'm at. Yeah, uh, you need to grab it. I, I would make you grab it, which would be an action. Yeah, without uh, attacks of opportunity and stuff like that, uh, you can just stand up, grab your stuff, and attack again. I only have one move. That's right. One action. Action. I've got slow two. Yeah, just, yeah, do one or the other. Then. I, game mechanics-wise, I would stand up. All right, that's what you're, I was planning on doing. Better defense if you're standing. All right. And honestly, when you fall, usually your shields are strapped to your arm. It's up to Adam, the GM, whether or not that stays with you or you have to pick it up again. What kind of shield did you have? It is a light shield, a light steel shield, and I am trained. Then, in my, in my opinion, you would have it strapped on your arm. Okay. Would it still be considered raised? No. 
All right, so I'm standing up. Okay. That is the end of your turn. Ferox. Uh, Ferox is going to unleash two arrows at the sorcerer at the end of the hallway. All right. First attack is going to probably miss. That's a 10. Misses. Second attack is less than that. And with my third action, I'm going to cast shield again, and that is my turn. Great. Clover, your turn. All right. I would like to take a step out so I'm no longer covered. And I would like to fire my bolts at number two. Great. Go ahead. And then he ducks. <laughs> Good call. I, I know what ha- what happens when halflings fire. Oh. Crossbows behind everybody. Four. Okay, that's going to be 15. 15 total hits. Oh, nice shot. Oh, way. That's awesome. Four. Four points of damage? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Who'd you hit? Uh, this one here. The front one? Awesome. Very cool. All right, that is the end of the round. We're going to start back up with the sorcerer. The sorcerer is going to be aiming at a Nitsi magic missile, and you see all three components yet again. Give me your best shot. Or not. You don't have to. <laughs> Nine points of damage. Oh, my God. Shit. And that is going to be the end of her turn. Second Kabold. He is going to attack Jagar while he's standing up. And he fails. Second action. Natural 20. Oh, my mm. God. Mm-mm. How many more heal spells you got there, Nancy? Not many. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jagar, for his second action, he did another critical attack. Oh, he hit you for 12 points. Oh, my God. Bringing you back down to dying, too. Yep, I'm dying. You're too. prone again. For his third attack. I get knocked down, but I get up. <laughs> 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 For those of you wondering, I check, our, getting up <laughs> check our Twitter. <laughs> For his third action, he is going to step into the alcove. And that will be the end of his turn, and it is Anitzi's turn. I am going to stride forward, and I am going to strike this sorcerer for everything that I have. Good luck, sir. And everything I have Ooh, is a good roll. 19. 19 hits. Three points of damage. Not for much. And then I will turn around and drop a heal on uh, Jagar. Okay. Eight points of healing. Nice. Oh, I love clerics. Now I'm slow too, right? You are slow too again. Which is lucky because since they've changed the dying conditions and the way that dying works, um, otherwise you would have been dead. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Previously, the dying condition stayed with you even when you came back to consciousness. Um, now it goes away. So otherwise, though, you would have been dying for it. Yep, would have been dead. Dead. Wow. I'm really glad they changed that. I'm really, really happy they changed that. Jagar, it is your turn. You've got one action. You can stand up. You can grab your weapons. You can crawl away. I'm standing up. Okay. <laughs> standing up. I'll tell you what. I will allow you to grab your weapons this time. It's just my longsword, so... Okay. I'll, as I'm standing up, I'm limping and just bringing it up. <laughs> There's holes all over my body. Oh. <laughs> and I'm wincing in pain. Some of them are closing. They are. Ferox, what are you doing? Ferox uh, is going to attack the sorcerer with another arrow. 14, 17. 17 hits. Yeah. For three points of damage. And... Go ahead and shoot another arrow. Arrow 19, 14, 17. That hits. Uh, for another D6, for one point of damage. 
And with my final action, I will cast Shield Spell again. Great. That's my round. Clover. All right. I will go ahead and send a bolt at the sorcerer. Okay. 19 plus 4, 23. That definitely hits. Okay. In fact, that is a critical hit. Yes! 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 yes. Finally! Oh, the closer <laughs> does it again. <laughs> Good night. Okay. Six. Yeah, Six plus. Plus. You critically hit. Two dice. Three. Three. Nine points total. <laughs> Aren't they... Pretty sure crossbows have deadly. I didn't see I deadly. Do they not? Damn it. Have deadly. No. Oh, I know. Good. I was hoping. No. I don't not know. her specific <laughs> crossbow. She has the um, hand crossbow. Ah, okay. I see. A little different. With that, the sorcerer. Oh. Good oh. Bitch is dead. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It is the end of the round. I knew he'd be a pain in the ass. <laughs> the kobold over in the alcove is frantic. He is freaking out. He's seen the sorcerer fall. He is going to try to run. He is going to try to move through uh, Anitsi. So that is going to be an athletics check against you, I'm assuming? Oh my god. Uh, acrobatics is what it is right now. Acrobatics. Against my reflex DC, which is 11. He failed. <laughs> well, good. So he is going to try and take a step back, and he's going to attack you. Strike. Natural 20. Oh my what? <laughs> Oh, Lord. This is garbage. <laughs> I've never rolled so high in my entire life. Five points of damage. Oh. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> Come on. Yes, it is. It's just hilarious how you don't ever roll like this. Luckily, <laughs> I don't ever. have to confirm them. I know, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, trust me, I'm just as shocked. <laughs> I know, I know. That's why I'm laughing in disbelief, not because I'm happy my party members are dying. <laughs> <laughs> he is going to try to attack you for a third time. Another natural 20. Oh. What? <laughs> Hannah, will you look at that dice? God damn. <laughs> God damn, he's right. How are you doing this? I have no freaking idea. That time in Etsy, you take seven points of damage. And he falls unconscious. Critical. No. Jagar, it is now your turn. Help. You, do no, you no longer have the slowed action. So I can you use the healing. <laughs> I don't think I can heal you, but I'll try to kill the guy in front of you. So I'm going to move into the alcove. The alcove. That's not that's hidden, right, in the sense that there's nothing expanded yeah, beyond correct. that. Yeah, okay, uh, correct. As far alcove. as you can tell at the moment, it's it's blocked by a whole bunch of barriers. Okay. Yeah. It's just a bunch of nasty cabal trash, basically. And then um, I am raising my shield back up. Okay. And then I'm going to go ahead and, well, I'll attack my longsword first and then raise my shield. Okay. Roll to hit. Is it the third d20s you've used? <laughs> so that is uh, 17. 17 will hit. All right. Kill it. Kill it of hardness. And then because I have the deity weapon, I get to roll a d10 and not d8 for damage. Cool. Awesome. That's nice. Very cool. Go, that is go, nice. Go, go, oh, big numbers. It's uh, 5 plus 3. How do you kill this kobold? <laughs> <laughs> Dead. Well, he pierced me with his pick, so I am stabbing that straight through his heart. Nice. I like it. Awesome. So the kobold is now dead. You all have cleared the area. Would you like to search some bodies? Help. First thing I want to do is run up and healing. try to do medicine to stabilize. You guys have treasure. Who cares about that? And Itzy. That is our friend. <laughs> he fails. I could use it. 
Here's the fun thing about medicine and some of the first aid skills checks. Depending on the check, uh, after the first one, you were bolstered against all of them. That mm. skill ever again that day. Fail or How succeed. good are you at medicine? I, not too bad. Not really trained in it, but wisdom empowers my skills. That's a. Uh, are you trained? Oh God! If I, honestly, I was looking for somebody who was trained. So if she's trained, I would let her go. So roll a medicine check. Okay. I'm allowing this, by the way. I don't think I timed it. Sorry. But. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, just 16 talking, just total. talking about the rules. Yeah. It's a 16 total. Administer first aid. You must have healer tools. Oh. Nuts. Hannah, do you have healer's tools? No. Okay. I know CPR. I, know I should have bought some at the shop. Uh, Mr. Jagar, do you yeah. have any more of that holy power in your hands? Nope. One pull per day. Holy shit. Um, in that case, mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of go back a second. I am going to search. I'm going to run forward and try to search this uh, sorcerer. Or any kind of hopefully potions. Okay. You find a scroll, a well-worn hat, which appears to be have been rumpled repeatedly. Gross. And a book. So no, no elixirs of healing minor is what I'm understanding. None whatsoever. This blows. That was, I guess, my round. Okay, I guess I'll search him. Uh, you've searched all the bodies. Oh. That was all oh. you found. Oh, that was it. Okay. Yep. Oh. Scroll book and what else? Scroll, scroll book, book and, and a, a rumpled hat. hat. Does the hat have anything inside of it? Uh, it does not, but it is exuding magic. Help. So, what would you like to do, Clover? I can't fix it. I don't know. Cry over my friend. All right, that is the end of your turn. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and Itzy, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Uh, I would like to live. I hope you do as well. Oh, what are we worried about? He's got two hero yeah. points. What the hell? Yeah, I was. I figured. You're fine. Oh my god! I, well, I, I go down. I'm going down the hall. <laughs> I'm going home now. I'm mad, crying over my friend. And He's not I was dead. Frantic. I was like, Fucker. oh my god, we got to save the cleric. And Nitsy, would you like to make a fortitude? Uh, I save? do. I rolled a twelve. You rolled a twelve. You failed. I will do another one. That was an eighteen. That time you succeed. And I'm back. To one hit point, I am no longer dying. I am just slowed through two, no, three. Yes, this is the end of your turn. You guys are out of combat. Okay. Yep. And so as soon as I am no longer slowed, laying on the ground, oh, God, that hurt. Okay. Everybody, calm down. Everybody, I'm okay. I know you're all work. Frox, where are you going? <laughs> You're supposed to be mourning my dead. While while he is trying to garner, I guess, sympathy from us, yeah. I'm going to look at the <laughs> scroll. If it's on my spell list, I can identify it immediately. What is on your spell list? Arcane. Arcane spell list. Uh, I mean, it's a big spell list. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. I would imagine that you would have this. Okay. It is a scroll of illusionary disguise. I. It is on, uh, I believe it's on my list. Okay. Yeah. Probably on your list as, t- as well, Nitsy. If you want, you can... I believe this is how this works. With the hat, it is exuding magic. You would be aware of that. Yes. It takes an hour to, an identify, hour to identify magic identify. items okay. nowadays. The book, if you were taking a look at the book, roll a perception check for me. I'm assuming you're the one holding it since you found it. Sure. 17. With the 17, you were looking at the front cover of the book. 
it looks like at the edges of like the top, it's kind of frayed a little bit. And you can see that there's actually just paper that's been glued over the true front of the book. <laughs> and on that paper, uh, it appears to be the kobold language. Do you happen to speak that? Uh, I speak Draconic, Elven, and Common. I'm going to say that you don't speak the specific language that okay. this was written in. Right. Um, however, you pull that away, and it is a spell book. Ooh. Well, that's what you think I that it is. <laughs> you, it looks like it would have been a spell book. However, whenever you crack it open, mm. it's actually just a journal. And I have it printed out for you. Oh, I get to read? You can if you'd like. Holy shit, that's a lot of reading. <laughs> it is. Nah, I'm not going to read it. <laughs> Actually, Feyrox, it's very important to the story. I'm joking. I'm going to read it. Good deal. Uh, to ensure that my clients receive all the support they require, many forget that Milani is not just a goddess. Milani? Yeah, Milani is not just a goddess of liberating the oppressed, but also of ensuring they're not condemned to hardship once free. Next section Justerian? Justerian? Justerian. Justerian? Uh, male human dock worker about 40 years old I worry about Justerian the slavers wore down his spirit as much as they did his body he struggles to cope with his new life and fears his former masters might find him and shackle him again he needs friends and while I am glad to see his he has steady empo employment his living conditions are not healthy next entry Rem Remna Remina 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 female dwarf scullery maid about 40 years old with good reason, servitude has left her resentful of social elites. She's ambitious. I've tried to counsel her against association with some of Absalom's more dangerous circles. Much as I do not like the rumors I've heard of her new role models, she is free now, including free to make her own decisions. I shall stay in touch should she need help. Next entry, Edo, male halfling gardener, about 50 years. He has managed fairly well with tr with the transition. Wealthy families who once secured his services for free were eager to hire him. I have provided him with silver with the silver needed for tools, and his business is thriving along the Petal District's Rose Street. Uh, next entry: Nef Nelferkin. <laughs> Nelferin. Ah, Nelferin. Nelferin. You may or uh, may not recognize that. Yeah. Female, elven, alchemist, age, unknown. You don't ask a lady her age. Formerly a scriptorium slave handling several household's documents. Now, Furin has found a welcome home at the Pathfinder Society. The society is a good fit for her, particularly as the Grand Lodge continues to clean up some of its questionable practices. What? Final entry. Omac. Female, half-orc, personal assistant, about 25 years. She served Lady Embria Julian, who perished during the siege in Absalom's defense and apparently willed Omak a considerable sum for a decade of service. I've helped her locate and start up a grocery business. The end. So it's a list of slaves. Mm -hmm. Former and slaves. And the, what they're doing right now. That's what it looks like. Mm -hmm. And the rest of that book is so waterlogged and just absolutely destroyed by the cabal you can't really discern much more okay however you do notice one of the names at least Nelferin uh, pass around anybody wants to read this I make it known that of course I guess I just read it out loud but I make it known that I found these notes in the journal sure everybody is well aware of them at this point uh, everybody roll a perception check for me 
Anybody roll below an eight? No. Great. So in the alcove, you see, like I said, the alcove is basically an entrance into another room. However, it's been blocked off by a bunch of nasty, kabold, just useless junk, really. Uh, Old weapons, rusted metal, just kind of random stuff. You hear something slowly kind of creeping over the top, and you hear the rustic metals kind of clashing as you can hear like them kind of sifting through. You all see a little tiny head pop through. At first, it's just a nose. Slowly squeezing through, you see eyes and then ears and then the horns. We attack it. Hey, guys, how'd it go? <laughs> Faz? The one and only. <laughs> well, the pincer move worked. Well, our side's cleaned up, and he kind of looks around. Looks like yours is, too. Yep. Good job. Good work. How did the uh, trap finding go? Good. You're all alive. Very proud. She found a trap. She did really well. Barely. Great job, Clover. Thank you, Fez. Yeah, it was great. Great work. Great work, everybody. I feel much closer to the four of you. How Thanks. about you let Ambrose know for me? We'll, we'll, we'll pass it along. So we're done here? You're good? I'm good. good. I think we cleared out this tribe. I don't think they'll be coming back anytime soon. Well, I guess we report back to Ambrose and see if he found any information on the half-elf cleric. Yes. Aye, aye. Let's do it. Anything you want to talk about with Faz? We were going to trade out information, but they didn't know anything about the house. Yeah, he didn't know anything about bodies, Claire. dead bodies. Sounds like a bum rap to me. Yep. I All right. Like, I want to give him a hug before we leave. His head kind of disassociates from that metal. Uh, you see the metal all slowly start to kind of <laughs> slide down. Uh, and you look inside that room, and there were like 20 cabals that were completely wrecked by Faz's group. <laughs> we took the Holy correct smokes. path. Yes. Whoa. Oh, that's and a lot of kobolds. It looks like an absolute and utter warfare in there, and all of Faz's men are completely good-looking. In Faz. more ways than one. Yeah! <laughs> Faz, impressive. Very, very impressive. Expect none the less from me, baby. Uh, anything else we need to do? No, uh, you guys can report back to Ambers. Thank God, because I am out of healing. <laughs> yeah, that's a rough combat. And it smells yeah. down here. So you guys hand back to the Grand Lodge. Um, you see the receptionist. She doesn't even look at you. She just points you right over towards Ambrose. <laughs> Don't yes. even look at her anymore. I will still wave to her and smile. <laughs> she smiles back, the very fake plasticky smile. Well, my wave turns into this. Thank you. Rocks will nod <laughs> politely. What is this? What is this, Hannah? What did you do? The finger. Both of them? Both of them. Yeah, yeah. Double barrels. You guys open the door to Ambrose's study um, that you have already opened a few times. He is standing there, and he is vigorously going through some books. Um, he's got a giant stack. Um, they're not books so much as maybe ledgers, um, kind of looking through some of the past events of the last few weeks. He has acquired these ledgers from um, the local policing guild, I guess you could say. The Watches. Yes, hello. Uh, I see you're back. How did things go with the Cabald? I think we succeeded in uh, smoothing the way for future diplomacy. That's very good to hear. Very good. <laughs> I'm still looking into the uh, half-elf cleric that was murdered. Um, I haven't found as much information as I'd like. I'm uh, worried that perhaps the bloody barbers were able to get away with this murder. I have not found any in particulars of a half-elf murdered in the last few weeks. However, I will continue to search. I recommend that you all take a bath as you reek. I agree. 
I pull the cinnamon sticks out of my nose. Oh, God! Oh, this is awful. I'll show yeah. Ambrose the journal. Ambrose? Ambrose the journal. Let him see the uh, the journal entries. And he kind of peruses the list. Hmm. It looks like a journal of maybe someone that was helping slaves after the skin tax was re- relieved. That's kind of uh, kind of what we came up with also. This is very interesting. I see uh, Nephilim's name on this list. Uh, what sort of practices are you all in the process of cleaning up? I do not know what you speak of. Currently, the only thing needing cleaning up are the four of you. I agree, and I kind of shuffle Jagar and everybody out of the door. We'll clean up. See you back here tomorrow. You should receive something more from me in the morning of tomorrow. Whoa! He is so destroyed by the sense of smell that is wafting in his room. He's almost cross-eyed, vomiting in the corner. (laughs) Can't even talk like a normal human. Um, Oh my goodness! Yeah, we should go clean up. And tonight I'll stay with them in the room. Okay. Um, Jagar, I believe that this was referring to some possibly nefarious things going on in society? Possibly. But we're not going to aid and abate any criminal criminals here. I agree. But it may be this elf Ambrose that might be... That's why I didn't want to say too much about it in his presence. Okay. Um, and tonight, I'm going to try to identify the hat. Okay, Feyrox. So, it is the end of the night. You all are gathered in your room, and you would like to try to discover what this hat is. Correct. There, you know what this hat is. It's a hat of disguise. Ooh, nice. The method of use is by wearing it. It is headwear. It is negligible bulk. The activation is one minute. This ordinary-looking hat can be activated to cast a first-level illusory disguise spell on yourself. While setting up the disguise, you can alter the hat to appear as a comb, ribbon, helm, or other piece of headwear. Type is standard. It's a level two item, and it's worth about thirty gold points. <laughs> now I would like to try to scribe this illusory disguise into my spellbook. Okay. So you all sleep throughout the night. Uh, I'm assuming you all heal up. Uh, no, I'm out of healing spells. So the night of rest we're going to get, you're only going to get your level times con of healing. So that's three points for me. I'm up to 11. Yep. And I gain two points, so I am also at 11. I'm good. I'm good. Now, meat shields did their job. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How far down are the two of you? Half. Less than half. Less yeah. than half? So what we would like to do is rest for another day before we do anything crazy, if that's possible. Well, instead of doing that, Ambrose was aware that you guys were pretty knocked up. <laughs> so Shit. he sent up three elixirs of healing. Three, you say? Three. Assuming you guys have resonance points to use, you are welcome to use them. I do. I do. Uh, You're the worst off, Jagar, so why don't you go ahead and start off? All right. Let's get you back to full. Ferox is going to... Hang on. Why don't we save these and rest and use our own stuff and have these left over for when we need them in a fight? 
That's why he has a plus four to intelligence. Yeah, yeah I'm fine with that. So Also smart. As long as if we're not on a time crunch for the next. Yeah. As far as I know, we're not, right? There's no time limit to... Just people getting murdered out there. We're just, <laughs> we're just investigating them. <laughs> so <laughs> I plan on just using my lay on hands on myself, and then if I need more, get touched up. Yeah. Get yeah. Touched. And then save the potions <laughs> Okay. for when the cleric gets knocked out again. Hopefully I get up yeah. again. <laughs> all right. You all sleep very pleasantly throughout the night, I assume. Hopefully. Hope you guys sleep well. Thanks. Around 6 a.m., again, you hear. And a quick slide under. There's another note. Oh, God, another one? Anitzi, you're the first to get it this time. All right. Look at that. It's another note from Venture Captain Ambrose Valson. And he would like to say, Pathfinders, there are certain places in Absalom where criminals go when they want to keep a low profile. The Puddles is one of those places. Street after street of abandoned buildings and a small underfunded guard force make it an ideal place for people looking to stir up trouble without getting caught. Still, someone there may have heard something useful. Travel to the Puddles and speak to the guards. They're called the Muck Ruckers, and you can recognize them by the bronze badges they wear. I've provided you with a small donation to help fund their public services, which should help convince them that talking to you is worth their time. Very I nice. hate bribing people, but I love it too. <laughs> <laughs> you all leave the Grand Lodge and you begin to head towards the Puddles District. Are we going to stay again? I have also cast another heal spell, and uh, Jagar will get 12 hit points back. Great. Whoa. So would you guys like to continue on for the day, or are you staying another day to rest? 12 puts me at full. Sure. Let's find out how much I can heal for, and, find, and we'll go from there. Okay. But you'll be out of heal spells completely. I'll be close. Uh, I put myself back at full, so I have three heal spells left. What do you guys want to do? Well, four. So we have three potions, too. And you still have a little bit of lay on hands? I still have lay on hands. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, so who gets the potions? Who's carrying them? I would like to carry one simply because you two have the innate ability to do it. If one of y'all fall, I can bring you back to consciousness. That's a good plan. So that means we'll give Clover one as I'll well. I'll take one, yeah. And you take one as well. Okay. Uh, Jagar. Okay. All right, so you all begin to head towards the Puddle District. Um, blocking the Puddle District off is a giant gate. Standing in front of the gate is one of the mud ruckers. It's very early in the morning, and in fact, he is at the end of his shift. He is kind of slowly waking up, uh, nodding back off to sleep. You can kind of see him leaned up against the gate. When you all approach, it kind of shakes him awake, and he hears you guys. Yep, what y'all doing down here at the Puddle District so early? Oh, I'm looking at the guy who's been doing the talking the whole time. I'm like, Farox, what are you, you're looking at me? I mean, I can talk to him, but they're probably going to kick us out. <laughs> because you read the note, I think you know it better because I don't remember half of what you said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay I just but read you it. have I don't the tact. Really. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Venture Captain Ambrose Valson has sent us here with a small donation to have a discussion. A discussion? Yeah. With who? Uh, somebody who wears bronze badges. He looks down at his badge. I reckon you got the right feller. Okay. 
uh, then we are here to talk to you about uh, evil things, uh, criminal stuff. Um, Ferox is going to grab the note out <laughs> of Inuit's hand. And we're here to talk to you in the puddles because of uh, criminal activity. You kind of keep an eye on things. I tell uh, you, little gnome, you ain't in the puddles just quite yet. Oh, okay. Uh, well, we're looking for a half-elf cleric that was killed sometime probably within the last month. I'm just a muckrucker. I ain't know nothing about no cleric now. What the fuck are we here for? And I'll tell you, ain't none of yous getting through this gate until that sun's finished rising. Why not? Well, this gate, it don't open unless that sun's up. Why from not? dawn to dusk. There. Well, okay. From dusk to dawn. I get my times mixed up. From <laughs> dusk to dawn, this gate don't open. Why? Nobody goes in the puddles. Nobody leaves the puddles. Why? Because I says. Why? That's the rules. Oh. City rules. So we got up at 6 a.m. He uh, looks around. The sun's kind of coming up. It's not going to be long. So I'm standing with arms crossed, tapping my foot. Yep. Waiting About for the three sun. minutes pass, and he goes, <laughs> well, I reckon y'all welcome to go on through. You definitely do your job. I try, sir. Thank you so much. <laughs> and he just walks off. <laughs> so we open the door. Gates open, no problems. <laughs> it's not even really locked. He's just standing there guarding the gate. Is he still there? Did he leave? Oh, he left. He's okay. gone. Long gone. So we're going into the puddles. We're going to talk to the city guard or the the the, the muckwreckers. The muckwreckers. Who are the who are the city guard? Hopefully, right? someone. They're, 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 they're the puddle guards, essentially. Okay. Puddle guards. Sorry, Hannah. <laughs> So you all enter the gates. Rain is pattering down onto the muddy streets of Absalom's puddled district, covering it with the murky pools of water that give the district its name. The buildings that line the street have seen better days. Many of them are decaying, shuttered, or bordered up. The door of one of these buildings swings open, letting rats rush out into the streets. A woman wearing leather armor and a bronze badge stands in the doorway, slashing a short sword into the swarm of rats and urging them out of the building. On her forearm, a tattoo of a dog animates and snarls. That's weird. With tattoos? I said, that's weird. She sees the four of y'all. You no. need something? No, when you say swarm of rats, we're not talking about, like, a swarm of rats uh, eating it, her flesh and crawling over her. It's exactly what it sounds like. It yeah. is a swarm of rats. They're, you guys are not going into initiative. You're probably 10, 15 feet away. But she sees you, she recognizes you, as she's batting away at the rats with her short sword. And she's stabbing them left and right. I mean, she's just slaying them like it's nobody's business. She doesn't look concerned okay. at all. So she doesn't need help. That no, was, she does okay. not need help. Okay. Uh, and it's very evident that she doesn't need help. This is pretty much her everyday thing, right? Uh, she, every day. Yeah, wow. every day. She, uh, she kills off a couple of the rats, um, and the swarm sort of breaks apart. And she looks over and she says, Do you need something? As you can see, I'm busy. Can't have vermin chewing through our food stores. And this isn't even the first swarm of rats I've dealt with today. They've been everywhere lately. My name's Zariah. What do you got? We're looking for the muckruckers. I'm a muckrucker. Perhaps you can give us some information. What are you looking for? Well, someone died recently, and we're trying to track People down... People die all the time. Tell me some news. Um, would you might happen to know anything about a half... A half... A half... Elf... Cleric that's killed in the last couple weeks. Mm, I can't say that I've heard of uh, any half elf clerics being killed, but uh, my friend Delia down at the Frog's Tongue, uh, she reported someone missing recently, a friend of hers. Where would this Frog's Tongue be? 
Uh, it's about a mile down the road. I can give you guys directions if you'd like. Sure. Yeah. She takes a piece of paper and starts kind of scribbling down on the directions, hands them over to you, and uh, you guys would be able to find the frog's tongue with no problem. You all find yourself at the entrance of the frog's tongue. You see the shape of a lily pad, and it is a door. You guys open the door, and you see stairs that are leading up to a second floor. As you guys approach the opening at the top of the stairs, you see bright green and aqua lights, and you hear the murmuring of patrons and a quiet sound of water splashing and frogs bellowing. You all reach the top of the stairs, and you see a large deck overhanging a frog pond. The floor is made out of glass, so you can see the pond below while enjoying your stay. Essentially, this is a, uh, a deck that has been uh, elevated above this pond, and the pond is a natural source where it's sunk into the ground, and it's the puddles area. So the rain is washing in under, and there are frogs that are just jumping back and forth and riveting. So it looks like a really a natural environment, like this naturally happened. It's incredibly natural, oh. yes. Uh, and, and you're able to tell without even making any kind of checks. This used to be maybe like a normal bar, and basically there was something sank out from beneath it, and water filled it up, and it just turned into a little frog house little frog home basically so the bartender has built this deck above that is allowing you all to see over and really really neat bar ferox looks really pleased like he's interested he's really checking it out looking at through the glass of the pond this is uh this is quite nice they've, they've done them well here a very small meek woman uh is standing behind the counter she says oh hello how may i help you are you Delilah? Oh, yes, I am Delilah. Who are you? Uh, we're just uh, pathfinders from the city. Oh, thank the gods. The muckruckers decided to send someone after all. As I was telling the badge lady with the dog tattoo, it's not just like Gisterian to not show up for work. He's a cook here with me, see? And he loves his job. He'd been a slave for years, and with all that slavery, it isn't on the up and up anymore. He finally had a chance to pull his life back together. Puddles ain't the best place for that, but he was managing just fine. He kept talking about how he was worried that one of those underground slavers was going to come snatch him back. I thought it was just talk, but now I'm worried. So Justerian, you say? Has anyone else gone missing in the area? Uh, is the only one that I know of. I mean, people miss from the puddles all the time, but Justerian, he was my friend. He was the chef. He was good at it. He'd only been here for maybe a week, two. Do you know who his former slavers were? I can't say much. I didn't want to pry. When was the last time you saw him? Uh, I believe he was here mm, two, three days ago. And I've reported it to the muckruckers, but they said that they've been too busy fighting off the hordes to actually come and help. And unfortunately, I don't have the money to pay them off. The hordes of rats? Yeah, okay. the hordes of rats are very uh, difficult in the puddles because they eat through so much food and they tear down so much buildings. And as much as I hate to admit it, Justerian's probably fine, but I'm really worried and the, the muckruckers can't seem to break away to, you know, look for him. Where was he living at? He's actually still living in the puddles. His, his house is awful. You know, nobody would even look there, I don't think, because it's just such an awful area to live. You know, his house is falling apart. The stairs are full of termites, and the attics are full of bats. One good storm, and the whole place might just fall down. It doesn't even look like a place that someone would live. <laughs> so terrible. We were just dancing through the sewer yesterday. I don't see why we can't go through a horrible house. Well, I'll tell you, his house may be the best place to check. Uh, you know, it's it's a real rotten, rotten old place, but no one would think to look there. Where? And I, I'm too scared to go myself. 
Where's this house? It's about five blocks down the road. Sounds like a good place to start. Shall we? Better than just saying it standing around here. Can you take us down there to point us to the exact house? Um, I can't really leave my bar now. I have all these people. How about an address? Sure. And she writes down an address on a piece of paper right. and hands it to you all. Shall and we go. Cool. You I all leave. You don't want to drink? Do you want to enjoy the frogs? Need first before no. We go? No. No, we, right. we need to find out your, we need to find your missing friend first. I appreciate it. Thank you. Don't want to stand around too long. You might get termites. I must say, though, I thoroughly enjoy your bar. The pond is wonderful. Well, it was my house until the puddles sank the flooring below it, and so I turned it into a bar, and I do the best I can. Very wise. I enjoy the frogs as well. (laughs) Where do you live now? (laughs) I sleep on the bar. It's comfortable. You all leave and <laughs> walk about five blocks down the road. Uh, you guys approach the ruined manor. Only weeds surround this once majestic manor house, which now leans slightly to the west, sinking into the muck. The first floor is flooded, and its front door hangs open. Two staircases lead up to the second floor, their steps riddled with small holes. This is quaint. You all are currently outside, um, and the way that this house is sitting, it's actually sunken into the ground, so you will need to climb down into the pit to actually enter the house. Everything in this entire area seems to be sinking into the ground. Oh, it's nasty. Um, I'm really heavy, so I probably should not go in there unless we want it to fall down on top of me. Yeah. Glover? Seems like you're best suited for this. <laughs> Let's send the rogue in by herself. Oh, great. I close, love this guys. Place. Could be close by, but... Yeah. Scream if you have any problems. Adventuring rule number 57. Don't split up. <laughs> okay. We're not splitting up. We're spreading out. Right, right, right. Uh, and we're in within <laughs> earshot. So yeah. if you have problems, holler. Sure. All right. Does it look like this house is going to fall apart if we walk inside? You do not know. Roll a perception can I, check, yeah. though, and I can tell you. I was going to say, can I roll All perception us? before yeah. I go down into the hall? You actually have to climb down. You will right. be using the athletics check to climb down. Mm-hmm. 12. 11. 16. 18. Trying to figure out if this house is going to fall into the hole as soon as we step foot onto the property. So the house itself is actually already sunk into the ground. Uh, you, Where you are standing currently, you really only see maybe the second floor and up. Uh, so to get into the house itself, you're going to have to climb about 10 feet down and then enter. From what you can tell, you don't believe that the house is going to sink any further into the sinkhole already. So we need to climb down to get into the first story of the house. Correct. It's really too far away. Like, I mean, you could probably try and jump, but you would fail because it's 30 <laughs> feet-ish away from the, the overhang that you guys gotcha. are at right now. Is it acrobatics or athletics? Athletics is a climb. climb. Damn. 15. Uh, You're all going to go ahead and climb down? Yeah, and Nitsi, yeah, well, try. I don't know about them, but Nitsi's going to go ahead and just start clambering down the, the pathway to get to the house. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely climbing. Clover's going to. Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody roll climb checks. Hmm. What is that, athletics or athletics? Athletics. Eight. Eight. 16. 15. The two of you make it down with no problems. However, <laughs> Jagar and Phaerox, I need you guys to try and grab an edge for me. 
That's that acrobatics. is an acrobatics check. Acrobatics. Oh, just take the damage, pansies. Six, five. Well, you're wearing a buttload of armor. Yeah. I'm just clumsy ass. <laughs> Too tall. <laughs> so the two of you all tried to grab an edge and you fail. Unfortunately, that means you fell 20 feet to the ground. I thought you said 10 feet. I lied. I did too. I don't know. Yeah, right. if I would, right. probably would not have climbed down if I knew it was 20. You take hit the rogue. 10 points of damage, both of you. Total. Good. Oh. God. Exactly. That's what you yeah. hear. Yeah. <laughs> Ferox just slowly yeah. stands up. You all, however, are now able to enter the house. Really? Ten points of damage from falling? Good night. Yep. Um, I will heal both of them and spend two points of healing. So, you take 12. Huh. You take 11. Very huh. nice. Good work, guys. Fully healed. <laughs> and I have one heal spell left. Well, two left for the day. Good work. Good work. All right, you all enter into the opening of the household. You see that the the wood itself or the floor is is completely destroyed with termites. I mean, for the most part, you're actually walking on kind of this nasty, muddy grossness. You don't see anything in the, the entry. I mean, it's completely barren. All you see are two stairways that appear to be leading up to the second floor. However, you've been told that they are eaten away with termites. You can see the evidence is all around. So... You know that if you try to walk up these stairs, there's a very good chance they're going to crumble. However, you are welcome to try to walk up the stairs using an acrobatics check, or you are welcome to try to scale up the stairs, like the side, the handrails, to get to the second floor. Is the second floor 10 feet up or 20 feet up? 10 feet up. Okay. Is there anything on the first floor? Like, is... No, I mean, yeah, I'm not even going to make your roll perception. It's, for the most part, sunken into the ground. It's kind of just... I mean, the, even the wood is rotted away. There's nothing here. There's not couches. There's no rugs. There's nothing. The only thing you really have is just stairwells leading up to the second floor. Does anybody have any rope? I have 50 feet of rope on my character. So wow. do I. And yet nobody used it to climb down into the sunken building. No, I keep expecting to fall 20 <laughs> Yeah, it was only <laughs> 10, 10, feet. 10 Not feet. really our fault here. I apologize. That was my bad. <laughs> That's all right. Bad mm-hmm. GM. Um, my idea is to send uh, Little Miss Clover up with some rope and then let her tie it off to give us some assistance to get up these stairs. Okay. I'm down. Give that a shot. Mm-hmm. All right. So what do we need to do in order to get her up there? So, Hannah, what I'm going to have you do, you have two options. <laughs> yeah. You can use an athletics check to mm-hmm. scale up uh, the railway, mm-hmm. like the handholds, mm-hmm. or you can use uh, acrobatics to climb the stairs, avoiding the weak spots. Okay, I'm going to do athletics, and it's a 15 total. 15, that's perfect. So you were able to kind of walk your way up through the guiding rails. You're not actually walking up the stairway. I imagine you're holding on to the handrails, and you're kind of shimmying up. Um, It appears to not be as eaten away as badly as the actual stairs themselves are. You were able to get up to the top portion. Uh, I want you to actually make an athletics check to see if you can pull yourself up over the stairwell. That would be a natural one. You fall. Catch! Somebody catch me for the love of God. (laughs) So you're falling. Uh, You want to try a gnome going to try to catch a halfling? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Now, I have a question about second edition. Is there any kind of athletics check to reduce fall damage? You can try and grab an edge. 
which is the right. acrobatics. That's from what I can tell. That's really it. Okay. All yeah. Right. Can I try and grab the edge then? Sure. Okay. Make an acrobatics check. Shit. Nine. I will actually allow that. Butterfingers oh, nice. just. <laughs> With a nine, you're able to grab on. Uh, go ahead and try one more athletics check to pull yourself up. Give yourself a plus two since you're aware of maybe the stability of the stairwell now. Nine. And I fall again. <laughs> you fall again. This time, I'm going to say that the stairwell actually corrodes away. What the hell? And it There's completely two of them, falls right? with you. There is a second set of stairs. Uh, but this side is now falling with you. Uh, you are going to take some damage. You, you are going to take a total of six points of damage. Wow. Gravity's hurting me worse than cobalts. <laughs> Freaking gravity. Would you like to try the other set of stairs? No. Don't look at me. I'm in a breastplate. Shit. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'm in chainmail. Yeah. Right. Let's give the second set of stairs a chance. I mean, I'm like in rows, do... but I still don't want to do it. Would you like to scale up there again? How did the stairs look? The stairs rotting on and this side are rotting and horrible, just like the other side. However, yeah, you're welcome to try. Before you go, can we tie the rope to my shield and throw it up there? Absolutely. Like a grappling hook sort of? Yeah, or try to treat something like that. There's railings Fuck that you. might catch. I'm fine with that. All right. I take my 50-foot rope, and I'm tying it to my shield, so, okay. which is no longer equipped. Are you throwing it? And I'm going to throw... What's uh, throwing? Uh, roll a d20 and add your dexterity modifier. <laughs> or hand it to someone else with a yeah, higher dexterity. Got the Me, uh, who? I got a good one. Uh, yeah, I'm going to hand it over to let someone with better aim got throw. Better. There you go. Yeah, Clover, Yes. you were going to try to throw this shield in between the stairwell and get it to hook. Roll a d20 and add your dexterity modifier. You are also aware of the stairwell stability, so I'm going to give you a plus two on this. Okay. Eleven. That's perfect. Okay. It goes right in between. You pull on it. It flips sideways, and when you pull, everything seems to be sturdy enough. All you guys have to do is make a DC five athletics check to be able to climb up the rope. I think I can make this one. I hope I can make. Who's this going one. first? Go for it. Okay. Okay, that's a 12. All right. So, yeah. You don't take a negative, right? Cool. Who's next? I'll go. Uh, 15. Nice. Go. And, oh, God. Me first? Mm. Nope. I don't <laughs> even make it. Oh, I, God. I, that's a negative one. Ooh. As you begin to fall, you can try and grab it again with an acrobatics check. At this point, I would imagine you probably didn't even make it super far off the ground. Oh. Nope. Okay. So you fall, but you don't take any damage, right? Yeah, I mean, you've barely made it up. Yeah. Um, All right, your turn. Jagar. Jagar. 18. You made it up. <laughs> nope. Uh, neg negative natural one. So, so you like spend, let's say you spend about five or six minutes very struggling. There we go. Difficultly, and you finally make it up to the top of the second yep. floor. Good God. I take my shield back. Untie the rope. Re-equip it. There you go. Turtles right. are not known for their climbing capabilities. No, they don't feel not. too bad. That's okay. Uh, you definitely tie the rope off to the railing for us. That's fine. Yeah. Do a little clove hitch real quick. Cinch it tight with a double half hitch. Yep. It, the rope is now tied off to the railing. It seems sturdy. Okay, good. And I now have my shield. <laughs> or is there something else in the area that's more sturdy than that? I have 50 feet of rope. <laughs> you got a little ways. Once you guys reach the top here, you are presented with two double doors. They are currently closed. Hannah, I'm assuming that you are probably searching for traps as you guys normally do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that we're in explore mode sure. for the most part. Okay. 
They are not trapped or locked. I'm not expecting any problems here, so let's just uh, crash through this and find what we need to find. Yeah, I'm more worried about crashing through the floor than... Right. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to be gingerly right. where we want. Yeah. As I said, the doors are not uh, trapped or locked. Uh, you guys are able to open them with no issues. They creak incredibly loudly, though. And as they're creaking, one of the doors falls off the hinge. Oh, great. As you guys open them, an acrid air emanates from inside this room. It is absolutely disgusting, filling your lungs and nostrils with a very disgusting smell. There's a dim light coming from inside that room, and it appears to be about a 10-foot tall room as well. You have your cinnamon sticks? Oh, they're already at my nose. Could you describe that last part one more time, please? Sure, like the absolutely. last couple of sentences. There is a dim light coming from inside the room that appears to be about 10 foot tall. So the room itself is 10 foot tall. There is a dim light emanating from the room. Of the doors, double doors we just opened. Yeah, so you guys opened the double doors. You have not gone through them yet. There is light emanating from whatever is behind those double doors. And when you say light, are you talking like campfire light? So it's a little flickering. Is it a candle light? What is it a green glow of a ghost? Is it enough to illuminate the room that we can see what's inside of it? Whenever you guys open the doors, it's enough to illuminate the room entirely. Um, it, it is, I would consider it a dim light, but everybody can see. It doesn't appear to be anything green-ish, like you were saying. Uh, probably maybe last bits of a candlelight. Yeah, then we'll just go on in, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. You guys enter. Charge! Yeah, detecting magic. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> okay. That's great. All righty. Beautiful. I guess we'll do it next week and find out what's this in the room. The New Path Podcast is a production of the Back Patio Network. Doomsday Dawn is copyright 2018. Doomsday Dawn and Pathfinder 2.0 are trademarks of Paizo. Please follow us on Twitter at BackPatioNet for all of our network updates. Leave us a review on iTunes or any other platform that you listen to. You can reach out to me directly. My name is Hannah. Look for me on Twitter at Mrs. Simzo. Thanks for listening. This has been a Back Patio production.